The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Hello again for another Bring Your Soul to Work. I am feeling so grateful today. Uh, I had the opportunity to speak with a, a bunch of beautiful people this morning, and I'm going to share a few of those conversations with you. And I'm going to talk today about a very common problem that people have in their careers. It's the working too hard, too many hours, too much effort, and not getting ahead in what's going on. And there's a a fair amount of evidence that would point us in the direction of overworking does not have a payoff. And that there's some people who have worked hard in different parts of their career and it has had a payoff, but I'm talking about the kind of working that's coming from somewhere else. I'm talking about making up for something. And let me break this down a little bit before I dive in with my examples and the evidence and solutions. Because work has a bit of a nasty reputation. Work seems to be something that we're supposed to despise. Work seems something that's supposed to involve pain and agony. Work has a bad reputation. And because of that, we have all been tainted to believe that work has to be miserable in order for it to be in the category of work. And that is simply untrue. Untrue, untrue, untrue. When I first started doing my kick-ass career workshop, some of the women who were graduating said that they were now in the I Love Mondays club. And then other women would say, I'm in the Everyday's Friday club. When we unleash the true us, the true soul, the true you, when you unleash that person inside, now you can soar. All my career, I worked hard. I worked long hours. I gave it my all. I was hustling. I would show up. I was, I was all in. All in. My entire career. And in reflecting on that, most of the time, I was all in because I was feeling things I didn't like feeling, and it felt like if I could just work harder, I wouldn't feel those things. And that ended up not being true. What's true is that once you start feeling differently, all sorts of things begin to change. So I want to tell you today why taking on more Working longer hours, working harder, working more is not a success strategy. It is not. 
the success strategy for all of us is to build up our soul and feel awesome. I was just on the phone with a, a client of mine who's currently in my workshop. And she had uh, a bit of an SOS need because she's got something really awesome percolating for her and she needed to get some coaching. And I was delighted to talk to her. Um, she's been awesome in the workshop and done such great work with my coaching team. And um, she's made tremendous shifts on how she feels about herself. Tremendous shifts. When she and I met about 12 weeks ago or so, um, she was all over the place, scattered, unhappy with herself, scrambling, dealing with some job trauma, dealing with uh, some, some things that have been just so big for her to carry. And what happens when we are living that life is that our rational mind prefers to keep the true causes of what we're feeling out of awareness. And it projects things. It's a typical psychological defense mechanism. It blames events or other people for causing certain feelings. And it, 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 it views itself, the mind views itself as an innocent victim of external causes. I just can't get ahead. They don't pay enough attention. I'm not making enough money. They don't pay they this, they that, uh, the world out there this. Um, and actually, the exact opposite is true. Because when we suppress the feelings of not being worthy, when we suppress the feelings of not being good enough, when we suppress the feelings of, I hope they don't find out that I'm not as they think I am, when we repress all of that anxiety and worry, it actually builds up greater because we can't ever really suppress and repress it to the degree that we really want. We're spending so much energy suppressing these feelings, all kind of in the same batch of, I'm not good enough. All in that same batch. And then we get super worried that people are going to find out. And so we work harder so they don't find out. And meanwhile, we're repressing and suppressing and, and then we're projecting. They don't pay me enough to work this hard. I don't know why I'm working this hard. No one appreciates me. All of the stories are coming out of the rationalizing mind because the emotions are too daunting for us to face. So this is why hustling, efforting, and working super hard over top of these emotions never works. Never Never. So if you're someone who overworks, if you're someone who's hustling, 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 and you're not getting the result that you want, I'm going to tell you this. It's about a chance that that's over top of you not feeling good enough. And when you get to the truth of what's really going on, now you can do something about it. Now you can actually deal with the problem because you can't ever get out of overworking to cover up not good enough you can't get out of that trap until you find the truth the truth shall set you free and it's not the truth intellectually it's the truth of the soul 
because your soul does not want to be in that type of pain. But it hangs out there. It's waiting for you to get a clue. It's waiting for you to take responsibility. It's waiting for you to pay attention to it. When you start saying out loud about other people that they're not paying attention to you, you better look within because those words are for you. Those words are for you. When you're not feeling paid attention to, it's because you're not paying attention to you. And when you don't pay attention to you, that's because there's feelings that you don't want to pay attention to because they hurt. And you're afraid they're going to gobble you up. But if you suppressing them and suppressing them hasn't gobbled up those feelings, they're not going to gobble you up when you acknowledge them. They're going to be friendlier, as a matter of fact. Those scary feelings that don't feel good get a lot friendlier when you let them in the door. But if they're banging on the outside and you're ignoring it and you're covering it up and you're throwing the sofa and the bed and all sorts of defense mechanisms on top of those banging emotions, they're just going to get louder until you pay attention. Let them in. Let them in so you can stop the number one defense mechanism in psychology and you can actually deal with what's going on. So my client who I spoke to, who's got a fantastic opportunity in front of her, she's been working with us for maybe not quite 12 weeks, but about 10 or so. She has come to find out how awesome she is. She has come to find out how to be the master of how she feels. She has come to find out how to be in control of her uncomfortableness. And not in control of, in, in the way of repressing and projecting and suppressing and covering it up. No, 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 not that kind of control. Control as in, I'm in the driver's seat. I got some uncomfortableness here, but I'm cool. I can handle it. I'm strong enough. I can deal. And we've given her techniques and tools and practices so that she's gotten to that level of soul strength, that that's where she's hanging out now on a daily basis. And the little trick is this. This doesn't happen and then you can go keep doing what it's done. This, this occurs as a practice of a spiritual journey that you bring yourself back to yourself. And it becomes a lifelong lifestyle of being in yourself in order to be in your soul and in order to live a life that is fulfilling and happy and joyous and clear, empowered, it is possible to wake up every day and have that type of life. Just because it's uncommon doesn't mean it's not possible. I wrote up an email yesterday because I was feeling uh, very about the, the, the conversations I was having with some of the women I was having clarity calls with, and they're coming from this realistic point of view. Oh, it's just, re this is what's realistic, and, you know, I just want to do what's realistic. And I'm like, I don't do realistic. I don't do realistic. Realistic is for people who are covering up their power. Realistic is for people who don't get God's divinity. Realistic is for people who aren't living 
in their soul's power. We do miracles. We do awesome. We do the uncommon. Because when you bring your soul's vibrational energy up and you start feeling worthy and happy and that you can and that you will and that you am, when that's your life, you don't do realistic. Because realistic is the mind's rationalization of what's possible. And what the soul and what your divinity wants you to know is that it's all possible. There's an infinite well of possibility inside of you. And if you go realistic, you're like shutting that down. It's like you have a power plant inside of you and you've shut the lights down because your rational mind doesn't like it. Your rational mind wants to categorize and cage it up. Don't let your rational mind run your life. It's a sad life when that happens. It's a super, super sad life. Don't let that be your life. Don't let yourself be the life of working hard and hustling and, and trying to outmaneuver feeling bad about yourself by overworking. Do not let that be your life. There are alternatives. There are uncommon, miracle-making ways to live that feel freaking great. I said freaking on my Facebook Live the other day. Oh, she swears. Like, is that a swear word now? I thought that was not a swear word. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Can we get the uh, swear word uh, police out and ask, ask them if that's a swear word? Um, you deserve to be happy in your life. And you were born and you were made by your creator to be happy and joyous and to be full in your soul. That's what you were made for. And as a matter of fact, when you came here, you actually made a That's what you were going to endeavor to do in this physical world that you have chosen to live in. You, my dear are a vibrational being. You are on this plane as a soul, physical human in a vibrational zone. And most of the human beings on this planet are in a low vibrational zone because they had let the outside world and the pack of lies that most of us have gotten take us down. And because we don't like the feelings of disappointment, we don't like the feelings of someone not liking us, we don't like the feelings of not being able to be successful, we don't like the feelings of not things working out, we don't like the feelings of people we love uh, turning us away, we don't like the feelings, so we shove it all down. And that soul is like under all kinds of gunk. So perhaps the little whisper that's trying to get out, that little energy beam that's trying to shine from within is having a hard time getting out because you're working hard over top of it. Maybe you're drinking a little bit too much at night over top of it. Maybe you're watching a little bit too much TV over top of it. Whatever you're doing to cover all of that stuff up, it's not working. It's simply not working. You got to open the door and let your soul in and let the stuff come through that needs to be addressed because you can't work more hours to cover it up. And they're not going to see you when you work more hours covering up a dim soul. The only way they're going to see you 
is by shining your soul brighter. So that means you got to clear the junk away. And if you're living in your rationalized brain, it's not happening. You've got to be focusing on your soul self because the rationalizing brain is taking your vibrational level down, down, down. Well, this is okay because everyone's miserable. Well, this is okay because, you know, I have a project and I have this and I have that and, you know, I'm afraid to lose my job so I got to make sure I work these long hours and, you know, everyone in my office does the same thing and it's what we do and I've heard that's what you have to do to be successful and, you know, I don't want that next upper job because that means I have to work even harder. I don't know how that's going to be possible to work any harder. The rational brain goes in overdrive, rationalizing you into the situation that you're in and it convinces you it's fine because this is what life is. It convinces you of that. You don't have to believe me that you're supposed to be living a soulful, happy, joyous life in this planet. Your soul knows it's to, it to be true. And it resonates with every single soul person because it is true. But that rational mind is going to fight. Once it's really geared up, it's going to fight, fight, fight. And your triggers are set and ready to go off every time there's some type of emotional thing. It's going to displace the emotional thing. It's going to shove it down and get it into more of a negative space. And the social conditioning in our society is going to give you more reasons to keep pushing that stuff down. And you're going to suppress and repress even your positive feelings. You're not going to think that you're going to have them for long. So I don't want to feel good because that may go away and that would good, so I'm not even going to feel good. And you suppress love. And, you know, maybe you adore your pets and the things that are safe to love, but that's not really opening your heart as much as you know you can. True love is fear, is, is, is free of fear. And it's actually full of non-attachment, believe it or not. Fear of loss energizes our attachment syndromes. So when we keep suppressing and repressing, eventually this repression exceeds your tolerance level. And you'll have to vent. Eventually that will happen. And sometimes we vent through our physical body getting sick. And sometimes we vent by it turning it into grief and depression. We unconsciously create and out picturing because there's no more that we can tolerate. There's a, um, a quote in the Bible of Jesus actually talking about this. Why do you see the splinter which is in your brother's eye and do not feel the beam which is in your own eye? So pay heed to when you're the critical one because as soon as you start criticizing other people's stuff, you better be on high alert that that's because you got about 10 times that stuff hanging out inside of you. Every great master pointed us within. Every great master pointed us back to the soul, back to our divine self. 
Everything in the universe is a vibrational being, entity, everything. Plants, animals, houses, computers, all, all vibrating with atomic structures and energy. And because we are energy, we emit vibrations. So when your soul is beaten down and your emotions are all repressed, your energy that you're emitting is really, really tiny. So many women who workshops say, oh, I've been out of work for months and months and I don't get any callbacks from recruiters and I, nothing's happening and I, I don't know. I just, I don't know if this is, I, I got to get a job. And I know with 100% certainty that the reason why they're not getting any play from the recruiters well, it could be their, their, their LinkedIn profile a little bit. It could be their resume a little bit. But what it really is is the energetic universe. They're living in a low vibrational state, so no one's going to notice them. No one's going to notice because you're low vibrational. Great jobs are high vibrational. So if you're low vibrational, if you're living in repressed and suppressed emotions and you're hating the world and you're hating yourself and you're not enough, you're not going to attract even a recruiter. And the minute you turn your soul back on, Mo, I've only been to this workshop for a week and I, I've been contacted by recruiters and even changed my resume or my LinkedIn profile. It's, it's amazing. Like all of a sudden people are contacting me. All of a sudden. <laughs> all of a sudden your soul's gotten brighter. We live in an energetic universe and you emit a vibrational energy Everything emits a vibrational energy. A better paying job is vibrating higher than you. A better company is vibrating at a higher level than you. All you have to do is make sure you're tuning up your vibrational level and then do the good work that you need to do to land that job. That's the secret of my workshop right there. That's what I do for a living with my ladies in my workshop. Tune them up. Have them feel better about themselves. Have them practice that every day, day in and day all day long. So many of the ladies in the workshop say that people at their, at their um, current company or in their family say, you look good, what's going on? You look real good, did you get your hair cut? Did you lose weight, what's going on? Their face is brighter because their soul is shining. And the human beings in their midst don't really get it because they don't understand this stuff. You guys are listening to this. You now have the secret, the true secret, not the secret like the movie that was trying to tell you that all you have to do is affirm things. The true secret is your vibrational level. That's your true secret, and it comes from your soul. But the problem is that your rational brain and society and all the conditioning that you've been through is shutting you down, and you've agreed to it. You've agreed because your emotions emit a vibrational energy field, they affect and determine the people who are in your lives. One more time. Because you are an energetic being emitting a vibrational level, your energy field affects and determines the people who are in your life. Life events become influenced by this bosses, co-workers, etc. The true energy of the universe is that like attracts like. Love promotes love, hate promotes hate. Like attracts like is the universal law. 
I didn't invent it. God did. The way the universe was put together by our creator, that's the universal law. It's above the laws of gravity and, and, and uh, action, reaction. Those are three-dimensional laws. We're talking about the fourth and fifth and sixth dimensional reality, which is all energy. Like attracts like. So if you're listening to me right now and you're going to hang out with me in the second half of this show, I want you to spend time right now getting real with yourself. What are the dominant thoughts and feelings that you have about yourself and about the world around you? Be honest with yourself because there's no point being anything else. When you're honest with yourself and you can take stock of where your vibrational level is, you might realize that a lot of the effort you put out into the world is covering up how you're really feeling. So be careful with that because the real attractor pattern is the energy that you're emitting into the field. And everyone in your life is an attractor of like attracting like. It's amazing how all of a sudden so many women in my workshop who are currently in decent jobs, everything around them shifts when they shift. Oh, all of a sudden, out of the blue, I got a new boss and she's great. She's awesome. Oh, that's kind of crazy because you just became more awesome version of you. And wow, what a surprise that your world would change and shift. It is the secret of the world, the universal law of like attracting like. So if you're working hard, if you're hustling, if you're efforting your way through to success, it is not going to happen for you. The way you're going to feel good is by increasing your soul's vibration and being a better version of you. If this resonates with you, if you've got to get out of your own muck and stuck and you're in quicksand, why don't you give us a call? Uh, the, the way you can learn to work with me and for us to determine if it's a good fit is for you to book a career clarity call. It's a free call, one hour, with me or one of my team members. It's mofall.com slash give me clarity. You're going to get super duper clear on what's going on. Your life and your soul is important. Hang on, because in the second half, we're going to talk about some real-life examples, and I'm going to help you find the ways to increase the vibration that you're emitting. Be right back. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are back to bringing your soul to work means bringing your soul back alive. And I started this show talking about how overworking, over-efforting is really just putting work on top of feelings that we don't want to feel. There's other things we do to not feel the feelings we have. Drinking alcohol to excess, watching TV to excess, shopping 
gambling, I mean, the obvious ones. But what's going on really is that we are spending so much energy suppressing the feelings we don't want to feel that the main thing that happens is we're so depleted. When you're so depleted, you're not living your best life at all. As a matter of fact, life sucks. As a matter of fact, you have no energy for anything else, even the things that you used to enjoy. So many women I talk to on the Clarity Calls, that's kind of where we go to. <clears throat> Their lives have become smaller because they haven't had energy for anything else. And they're so good at repressing all the feelings that they don't want to feel, that they don't want to have, that they were told not to have. So many of us, when we were little children, we were told not to feel the feelings that we were having because our parents didn't like them. Our teachers didn't like them. They didn't know what to do with them. And they felt that they were their responsibility. And they're not, but that's what human beings tend to do. I don't want you to feel upset, so don't feel upset. Go to your room. And what happens is those, those programs, that conditioning gets stuck in our nervous system and it starts to glom itself in our energy body. Again, we're energy beings. So that <clears throat> resistance pattern and that conditioning that shuts us down uh, is part of our energy pattern now that then starts to shut down the soul, dim it out, like we're covering a blanket over a, a light, blanket after blanket. Soon that light hardly is noticeable. And that's how a lot of people are moving through life where their inner light is hardly noticeable. But here's the great news about that. Our divine creator uh, made our soul so strong that even when it's covered up by thousands and millions of blankets, it's still a beam in there that we sort of feel. We sort of feel it. We feel that nudging, the whisper. So many women I work with tell me that my Facebook ads uh, just happened to come at the right time. And it resonated with them. So they felt this little level of inspiration that there was something there. And I'm delighted about that. Because that's why I do it. That's why I do what I do. And that's why I have to have my messages out there. Because there's a moment of inspiration for you that's going to be different than a moment of inspiration for someone else. And it's interesting how in that moment of inspiration, a simple click can lead you to a, a beautiful opportunity to change your life. It's kind of fun. Again, the uncommon and the miraculous. Because it's not realistic, is it? To listen to a Unity radio show or click on a Facebook ad or to book a career clarity call. It's not realistic for any of that to change your life, is it? No. It's not realistic. But it's what's possible. It's what happens. It's what's doable. And there's a lot of new bright souls walking this planet because they heard the inspiration and they said, yes, finally, something that's going to change what's been going on for me because I don't have the answers. I hired my first coach uh, over 19 years ago. I was slamming my head against the wall, proverbially, maybe actually really. Um, I was slamming my head up against a wall at a, as a VP in a health system. I had a great job. I was making pretty good money. I loved what I did, but the political environment 
and the naysayers and what I was trying to do was just a lot. And doing what I was doing and repeating the same thing was not getting me where I needed to be. And so many of my colleagues says, why don't you just go find another job? Why don't you just get out of here? Why don't you? Because I love the work. I'm a nurse. My first profession, my college training was uh, in nursing. And uh, I inherently love helping people. A lot of people love that. It's what drives us as human beings. I knew that I needed to face something different about myself. And I knew that working harder and, and being stronger wasn't quite exactly what I needed to do because it wasn't really working. So I hired my first coach in the year 2000 and I was able to navigate and shift a little bit. I eventually lost that job. Sad, but true. And my career continued to soar the next job and the next and the next. Each time I was making some critical mistakes about working hard, overachieving, uh, being stronger than I needed to be, um, pushy, headstrong. All of these things that I was told as a young girl not to do, but I needed to do them to be successful in the world. And somehow the combination wasn't quite working out for me. But I kept working hard and being diligent and meeting deadlines and getting results and showing up and being that person who always went the extra measure. Underneath it all, and the same for a lot of the women I work with, underneath it all, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel good enough. And I wasn't being recognized in a way that felt right for me and all the effort I was putting in. So eventually I figured that out. <clears throat> I did. And uh, I became a more whole version of me. I got, I got my soul turned back up. For me, if you've heard my story before, uh, it was breast cancer that basically pulled me inward because, like I said earlier, all the great masters tell us to go within. And, you know, when I used to hear, like, the Wayne Dyer books and Deepak Chopra and other uh, authors that I read, it was always about when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And the answers are within. And I'd be like, come on. They obviously don't have jobs in a corporate environment. They obviously don't get it. I finally did get it, and all the women I've worked with get it. And it's not easy to pull together this concept of the energetic universe and how we are energy beings, and when we shift our energy, everything does change. It's not easy to wrap ourselves into that because the rational brain has been spending all of our lifetime rationalize us away from our fears and, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, away from our fears and emotions and away from our power. And here we come into our power and we start lighting up our soul. And it's like, what? This is how it goes? So it's, it takes a while to recalibrate the paradigm of what life can be. It takes a while. I was joking with this client that I was talking earlier. She's got a beautiful, beautiful opportunity that is 100% aligned with, with who she is and what she's been doing for the past six years. It's, it's a miracle in the making that has come together because she has shifted her soulful self. And she has moved from a lot of hustle and struggle, a lot of pain and agony working her ass off. She's moved from that into loving herself and appreciating herself. She's moved into a daily practice 
of, of connecting with her divine self and with the divine world that we live in. And all of a sudden, ten weeks later, a perfect, beautiful opportunity presents itself. Now, she's got to navigate a few things because her situation is a little bit more complex than most, which is the reason why she reached out to me and, and we had a, a, a nice coaching call. The beauty of her vibrational reality shifting and changing and then this opportunity coming to her could not have been predicted by the rational mind. Nope, it's not realistic. The opportunity is not realistic. It's not linear. It's not predictable. It's a miracle. And I am all about helping my clients create miracles because they are the stuff of our divinity. Miracles are not something that is not ours to have. They are within reach. But we have to tap in to our divine self and create the abundant, soulful, energetic self coming up in order to move into that vibrational reality of like attracting like. We have to embrace our soul. And in doing that, when we turn that soul up, guess what? It hits all the junk that's been closing it down. And that junk has to be dealt with. That junk has to be felt. That junk has to be moved through in a way that is honoring it and, and understanding it and moving through and letting it go. And when we turn up our soul and move through our junk and then let it go, miracles are now the new norm. Miracles become the new norm. I love it when I get on one of my coaching calls in our, in our workshop and our clients will say, you're not going to believe what happened. Out of the blue. Oh my God, this happened. We have one woman who, who struggled so hard and so long in the workshop. Uh, she had left a job in a very shameful, uh, it was a, a shameful situation uh, that she totally had to internalize in order to navigate it. And that's understandable. There are some times in life that that's what has to happen. And she did what she needed to do, but what she ultimately did was, was bring a lot of shame within herself. So we navigated that with her. We helped her turn her soul back up. And she can't believe, <laughs> can't believe the opportunity that eventually came her way. Unpredictable, unrealistic, uncommon. And the thing that's fun is watching one of my clients get into their flow, get into their alignment, watching their soul's energy get so bright that their life is now easy. They don't have to exhaust every bit of energy to live and to work. They've got extra to enjoy their family, to enjoy their life, to sleep better. You know you, ha you need to have energy in order to sleep. <laughs> when you're depleted, your brain will not shut off. When you're depleted, you're not going to sleep well. When you're filled back up, you're going to sleep. So this whole soul building helps everything. I like watching the outcomes in the career and in the job because that's a lot of fun to see this manifest its magnificence in the world of the physical world where we have to have jobs and pay bills and, and every, every soul wants to do good work in the world. 
every soul wants to contribute. And like I've said over and over again in watching my adorable granddaughter, she wants to contribute. It's, it's, it's inherent in her nature. She's not even two and a half yet, and she wants to contribute. She wants to return our shoes to us. She wants to uh, help at the sink, not just because she's a little girl. Little boys do the same thing. They want to help. Little souls want to contribute. And until they get kind of beaten back a little bit, that's, that's who they are. That's who we are. We want to contribute and help. Every woman who does her soul print in my workshop, that's an inherent part of what she wants in her work going forward. I want to help lift people. I want to help do good work. I want to make a positive impact in the world. Of course. Of course. Accountants, engineers, salespeople, marketing, healthcare, education, you name it, telecom. I mean, every profession I've worked with. Every single human being wants to make a difference in someone else's world. And they think that being an accountant separates them from that. And it's not true at all. What we do when we turn up the soul is that we reconnect with how we engage with the rest of the beautiful souls on the planet. And when we re-engage with that level of soulful being, we're happier. We're contributing. We're making a difference. And we see it and we feel it. And that level of satisfaction fills us up. Hard work doesn't fill you up. It might be necessary. <clears throat> as an entrepreneur, as someone who owns a business and does a lot of coaching, I, I, I do a lot of work. I'm not pushing against a resistance, however. I'm not pushing towards something because of some unmet need. There's a difference between working and working hard and having a driven nature that is covering up something. And you will not get ahead in life if you're pushing against resistance and covering up the feelings that you don't want to feel. So when we get into this to let go of the resistance of repressing all of these feelings, what happens is that we actually have to feel feelings. And spoiler alert, if you book a clarity call with us, again, that's mofall.com slash give me clarity. If you book one of those calls with us, you may have some feelings that come up on that call when we talk about your truth. You may begin to release some feelings just on that call. It's an important conversation to have about, hey, how you doing? What's going on in the career? Because ultimately, everything that's going on in your career is going on within you. And we all know it's where we spend the, the bulk of our time during the week. 168 hours of living during the week. We spend about 50 to 60 of those hours sleeping and about 50 to 60 of those hours working. And then, so what's left? Another 60 hours, 48 on the weekend. You divide the 12 by the days during the week and <laughs> you only got a couple of hours each Monday through Friday if you're working that type of schedule. Your work life emits the vibrational reality of who you really are and what's really going on with you. 
it's the way it is. So if we fix your soul and bring it back to life, we're going to fix your career. Because you can't park your soul outside your front door, have a perfectly beautiful, happy family life, and park your beautiful soul there, get into your car and drive to work. Nope, your soul comes with you. It's housed in your physical body, so it comes with. So, so many people say, well, I love my family and I enjoy my family, but my work is miserable. Like, you're bringing that miserable back to your family. You are. You're bringing that depleted self back to your family. Now, you may be happier on the outside that you're home. You may be happier that your kids love you and your husband loves you and it's, it's a happy, happier environment, but inside your soul, you're the same person. And so we got to fix that. we got to fix that for you so you can have the life that is a beautiful, wonderful, soulful life. So check in. Before the, um, before the break, I asked you to take a, a little bit of an inventory about your, your dominant thought feelings so that you could get some reality with who you are and what's really going on. And hopefully you were able to come up with some things that maybe you have to address and look at. If you'd like any coaching right now, or if you'd like to join in on the conversation, feel free to pop in uh, a call at 816-215-3555. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to take a call and, and get some dialogue going about this whole concept of working hard over top of feeling not worthy enough. This whole concept of the soul really wanting to shine and wanting to come alive, but how the rational mind hijacks every single feeling we have and it throws it into a pot of black and darkness and that pot of black and darkness is sitting on top of our soul and it gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Today I also had the opportunity to speak to two women who've been special to me in my career. And these two women were both at the top of the professional world. And they, were, they are stellar, stellar human beings. And I hope someday to bring, bring, uh, bring them into conversation so that we can dialogue about what these two women did that was different than most, that allowed them to ascend to the highest levels of career success. And in talking with them, there were some very, very similar, interesting aspects to why they were more successful. And there's something called determination. Determination is different than driven. Think about the subtlety. When you're determined, you're coming from a deep place of wanting something. You're coming from a deep place of feeling deserving of something. When you're driven, you're actually coming from a place of scarcity and lack. I'm going to work hard so I don't have pain. I don't have this. When you're determined, you're coming from a place of, I'm going to make this happen because I'm worth it and it's worth it and I'm going to do it. Determination is more of a championship level of coming alive. Drivenness is kind of based in a fear-based scarcity thought pattern, feeling pattern. 
These two ladies both shared with me aspects of their career from a level of determination, from a level of wanting to be a greater contributor, a level of accepting responsibility because they felt called to do that. And each of them shared with me how it could have been much easier to say no to responsibility. But they felt called as if their soul was directly communicating with them moment by moment. And they allowed themselves the power and the light to listen. Now both these two women worked hard. They did. I know them both personally. They worked hard. They're both now retired. And it was just absolutely delightful to speak to them and to have them open their hearts and their memories back on what it was that allowed them to ascend to the highest level and how satisfied they both feel with their careers and the role modeling they were able to give their children about being successful and that it is an absolute given that their kids were going to be successful. Now, not everyone has that level of parent to help them see what the future could look like. But one of the things that I love about being a coach and being on a radio show and having my Facebook lives and doing so many uh, videos and, and webinars, I want you to see what's possible. And I love when my clients uh, agree to come on an interview with me because everyone can see what's possible. I should do an interview of someone right before they start the workshop and then afterwards, and you would see the difference of what a soulful human being looks like before and after. I have the distinct advantage of understanding how miracles happen. I have this distinct advantage of watching this over 500 times, not only for myself, but 500 lovely souls traveling through a very predictable uh, recipe for bringing your soul to work, a very predictable way to land a dream job and to make more money and to feel more happy and more satisfied from deep within. So if you're someone who's been working your butt off, trying to prove that you're smart, trying to prove you're worthy, trying to get yourself that promotion, stop it right now. Stop it. Find a source of strength within. You may need some professional help. It's what I do. It's what my coaching team and I do all day long. We help lift women into the miracles and into the what seems to be uncommon and impossible. We have women who are fired, and within eight weeks, they're back having jobs better than what they were fired from. Eight weeks. That's really uncommon. That's really miracle-making. Because the soul is the is the answer. The soul is the answer. So I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to help you with your career. You can jump on board this beautiful, soulful journey and change your life forever and be happy and free forever by just booking a free career clarity call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. If you have not seen my masterclass training, the five shifts to bring your soul to work to land your dream job, I basically tell my story 
Um, that's at mofall.com slash masterclass. And that'll kind of tee you up to the work I do and, and uh, the very specific things that we, um, we cure, if you will, in my workshop, in the work I do. I want every human being on this planet to be happy with who they are. Your divine creator wants you to be happy with who you are. There is no God or divinity or creator. There is no absolute beautiful infinite that wants anything less than your joy and love and happiness to be the predominant energy vibration of your life. Take a chance to be responsible for owning that journey for yourself and stop looking at the things that aren't happening and stop blaming others and stop blaming work or your family for the constraints of your soul. Please take responsibility for who you are and what you want to be. It is so possible. It is so beautiful to watch miracles come to the beautiful people who I work with. It's a gorgeous, beautiful thing. And you deserve that level of love and vibrational attraction. I cannot wait to hit on another topic of bring your soul to work next time. This is Coach Mo Fall at mofall.com and all over social media, Coach Mo. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.